welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? Week 8 in the books. Week 9 starting up. We got some spicy trades that we want to go over. We're going to go over, are we, are we going over all the games or just the 1 o'clock games? 1 o'clock's. One o'clocks. We're gonna go over the one o'clock games, but we're gonna we're gonna handle things a little bit different. The trade deadline for fantasy leagues is is hot approaching. Um, Sometimes for some leagues this is last week for for some uh, next week is last week, but but typically there's no trades after week eleven and beyond. So podcast for the people, we're gonna prioritize questions uh, over the next two weeks. I feel like this is this is the time where. Where that uh, those extra opinions in this case those extra three opinions um, are super important. Uh, we're going to go over the games, but again, like I said, we're going to move through them quickly. You don't need to know uh, that that we're firing up Stephon Diggs and Justin Jefferson and T Higgins. Uh, you don't need to know we're starting up Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Joe Mixon. You you don't need to know that, and that's kind of what we've been doing. We've been going through the one o'clock games and staying all the people that we're gonna. We're going to start. So we're just going to go through the games, give our picks, um, the over-under, the line, all that good stuff. And if there's any interesting plays that maybe perhaps people are streaming, uh, that's those are the guys we're going to mention. So in the just keeping time in mind, because we want to get to these questions to help you all with your trades before the trade deadline, we are not going to get hung up on, on all these games nearly as much uh, how you how you boys feel about that? I feel great about it. I feel like it's, it's very very important. Um, we're coming down to the deadline. People need to make moves. You're pretty much deciding if you're a buyer or a seller right now. And I personally just got a deal done in a ten team two quarterback keeper IDP redraft league. It's a mouthful, whole lot of everything. Um, but I needed some running back help. I just sent a first round and a fourth round pick for next year's redraft, uh, as well as two scab running backs that I don't care about. They're throw-ins to balance out the players, but I traded for Dalvin Cook and CeeDee Lamb to try and put my team over the top. So I asked these boys' opinions as well. Uh, you know, everyone's always looking for what everyone's got to say about it to just sway in one way or another, so it's very important. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Love helping people out, man. Yep. Uh, so just a just a quick rundown. I mean, I don't think we need to go over some of the trades that have happened a little bit ago, like uh, CMC uh, going to the 49ers and all that. That's a couple weeks old. Um, some big ones uh, with some fantasy implications. We've got uh, TJ Hawkinson going to the Vikings. Uh, I know a lot of people, myself included, were getting higher and higher on Irv Smith. Now we, he's fantasy irrelevant, in my opinion, right? I mean, he's IR'd. He's out for the season yeah, now. I think he's eight to ten weeks with a high end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. Right, right. But, but yeah, he's yeah, young. Yeah. I mean, he was young. Like, you thought he was going to be a good guy for, for a long time to come, and now he's got to get traded for his fantasy value. Yep. Hate to see it. I have him also. Terrible. We got uh, we got the Bears acquiring Chase Claypool. Um, anybody that was in my – again, me, Dardell Mooney started to have a couple – string together a couple double-digit weeks – and now a not-so-good passing attack has been saturated even more in the receiver room. 
I I don't. This move is good for the Bears, but terrible for fantasy, right? Like you don't want to start any any receiver for the Bears now, right? I, you know, I feel like Mooney coexisted with Allen Robinson last year pretty well. I mean, I think Mooney's okay. I think Claypool is going to be uh, three for twenty, pretty consistently. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace, Chase Claypool. Sorry, man. And I mean, Darnell Mooney coexisted because Allen Robinson didn't get anything. It was all going to Mooney. Uh, and know, say Brown, say Brown's still there. Yeah, he picked his favorite guy last year between the two of them. So I mean. You can only get so much volume out of twenty-five passes a game, if that. Let's let's look at this from the other perspective. Uh, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens up, right? George Pickens to the moon. Yeah, to I the agree. moon. I agree. We got um, the Dolphins getting Bradley Chubb, um, which um, obviously doesn't affect fantasy too much. Uh, but Chase Edmonds going to the Broncos. Eh. I mean, uh, yeah. Eh. Next. <laughs> yeah. Raheem Mostert though. I I think I think Jeff Wilson hurts Raheem Mostert, right? I mean yeah, that's Jeff, that's another one. Jeff Wilson to Miami to, to go behind, you know, Raheem Mostert. Um I don't know. I like Raheem Mostert still, but his fifteen plus carries a game might not be there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think Jeff Wilson, uh, they cannibalize each other. I don't want either. Naeem Hines, how you guys feel about it? To the Bills, if you haven't heard, Mad Mob? I like it. Eh. But more importantly, as a dynasty owner, do you have, do you lose a little faith in James Cook, right? Probably. Probably. Naeem I mean, Hines James Cook. 25. Yeah, I mean, James Cook wasn't really getting much as it was. I mean,. Granted, he's coming on to a Super Bowl contending team. I, I feel like they weren't going to trust him with a whole lot anyways going into the year, being a rookie. But, yeah, he probably needs injury just to even get back to where he was, which wasn't very much. Second-round pick, too. Draft. Um, dynasty people uh, for next year, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley going to the Jags. I, mean, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel good about it for the Jaguars. Um, they throw the we'll, ball a lot. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with it. It's a great football move. Um, obviously, you know, Calvin Ridley being Calvin Ridley, you think he's going to go in there and be the number one and be a stud, but almost two years removed from football, we'll, we'll see. It is a favorable situation, though. At least now he doesn't go back to the Falcons. They have to draft the quarterback or develop Desmond Ritter and then see how that plays out. You at least have an established Trevor Lawrence there. So the situation is great if you're a Calvin Ridley owner. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely going to be some ring rust, for lack of a better term, when he comes back. Um, That being said, I mean, at least he's not missing this year on injury. At least he can spend all year working out. Just hopefully he is. Yeah. Am I missing any big ones? No, that's, that's no. It. I think you hit all the majors. We um, we had a couple guys that didn't get traded, unfortunately, like Kareem Hunt, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks was another one. He was talked about going to the Vikings, I believe. But yeah, some just didn't materialize. All right, boys, let's hop into it. We got the Thursday night game, the Jeff Bezos game, Eagles versus Texans. 
Eagles minus 13 and a half over under at 45 and a half. I like the Eagles. I like the under. I don't know how Houston puts up two scores in this game. Personally, I think you're going to get 25 carries out of Damian Pierce. Um, Donor, are you playing any, uh, any Nico Collins? Nah. Brandon Cooks or die. Not in this one. Speaking of Nico Collins, kooky faithlessness, 10-team Superflex PPR. Would you do Nico in a third for Devin DuVernay and Deion Jackson? Yeah, I think I'd do that. Who was it? Who was on the first side? Sorry. Nico, Nico in Collins. a third in a 24-third for DuVernay and Deion Jackson. Yeah, I'm with Wayne. I would definitely do it. Deion Jackson just needs opportunities. We saw, you know, what he could do last time around. All right, I got one more for you. J.A. Datsyuk, Mac Jones, and Gerald Everett. Let's assume a super flex. Possibly, eh, probably not. Mac Jones and Gerald Everett for Brandon Cooks. I can't tell if it's a super flex or not. It's definitely not a super flex. Maybe a 2QB league? No, nah, no, nah, I don't think so either. I don't know. Yeah, the Mac Jones throw-in does make it sound like it could be because why else would you be trading Mac? Yeah, that's a, McCorkle, that's a heavy that's a heavy overpay in a super flex. McCorkle Jones. <clears throat> yeah, is he? Maybe he's worried about Zap taking over the job. Mac looks he could bad. He could be. Um, yeah, I'd I'd go get Brandon Cooks for that. Um, in yeah, a vacuum, I'd take I'd take Brandon Cooks. Okay. Uh, I'm not. I'm not starting anybody weird in this one. Nothing. Nothing to add on this one. Uh, first one o'clock game. The Chargers Falcons. It's in Atlanta. Chargers minus. I never made my pick on the last one. Give me the Eagles minus thirteen and a half. Uh, give me the over. Same. I, well, no. Give me the under. I, I didn't make mine either. Eagles and under. Okay. Uh, Chargers, Falcons at Falcons. Chargers minus three over under at 49 and a half. Doink alert. Doink alert. Before this podcast, just let it be known. Wayne and I, uh, I asked a question for my own benefit on who to play this week. Uh, I'm, I have DJ Moore on my roster, and I saw Josh Palmer on the waivers. And I asked these gentlemen, you know, who would you rather start this week, DJ Moore or Josh Palmer? And Beggs confidently said DJ Moore. I asked him why. He told me why. Wayne comes along. <laughs> DJ Moore. I put a doink on it too. All right, man. Kind of going out on the limb and everything. I took the doink. I'm going going out on the limb. I'm riding with the Josh Palmer train. It's looking like Keenan Allen is not going to suit up for his sixth game. Uh, Mike Williams, as we know, is going to be out for at least another three, four weeks minimum. That makes Josh Palmer the number one. I like it against the Falcons, and that's where I'm leaning. Uh, crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. There's nothing that can come out of your all's mouth that I'm not thinking about a possible doink. You, you got to watch your words around me, gentlemen, because I'm 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 coming at your necks with these doinks if you say something if you start talking out the side of it. I literally asked a question. That's all. That's all I, did. I asked a question. I, I didn't, I I didn't like the question, man. Opinion. I didn't like That's the question, man. Uh, man. I thought it, I thought it was a foolish question. I'm in the I'm in the I'm in them cattails, boy. Just just raring to pounce on you. Like man, like if I didn't have like Simba Moore, on Zazu, boy. 
if I didn't have DJ Moore, I'd want to see him fail so hard just because a couple weeks ago, Wayne was down and out. Don't play DJ Moore this week, this and that. CMC gets traded, the man to the moon right now. Things and change. Wayne is on top of the world. Things change, man. They do. They do. Uh, it's, it's, more PJ, it's more P.J. Walker, dude. It's more Baker Mayfield not throwing him the ball. That's fair. Facts. Uh, I, I like uh, – I like Atlanta to cover the spread in this one and to keep it close. Chargers can't stop the run. We know that's what Atlanta wants to do. Speaking of the Chargers, got a few Keenan Allen trades. I want to throw throw you guys your way. I got three of them. Go ahead. Uh, Jeebus, 527, 10-team, half-point PPR. He wants to sh- ship out his 24 first for Keenan Allen. He's a contender. Oh... That's a good Wayne, one. Hey, if he wasn't so injury prone, it's a snap call. Well, I'm I'm looking at I'm Wayne. As you answer, I'm pulling up the rest of his schedule here. All right, I've got it in front of me. So he's missed five games. This will be his sixth if he misses this one. When you when you tell me personally that he's gonna that he's a contender, I'm looking at end of the season stretch run to the playoffs. So 15, 16, 17. Those weeks are generally your playoffs. You got Tennessee, which is a great matchup, Indy, and then the Rams for the, the championship. Um, and then it comes down to, do you think this is going to be a recurring, or is this going to be a Julio Jones hammy is basically what I'm trying to ask you. Is this just going to go on all year, and you're that, just setting your first That's kind of what happens fire? with Keenan Allen. Seems like he either plays like the vast majority of the year or he just plays a few games here and there and he could just never get over it. So I don't think there's a wrong answer either way on this one. <laughs> I think that who whatever side you just you have to decide right now. Do you think that this is going to get you could even have the next three or four weeks for him to get healthy. You're not really worried about that right now. I think you're worried about getting Keenan Allen for the playoffs because you want him to dominate. But do you think the hammy is going to go away and he's going to be good come playoff time? Or do you think this is going to keep on happening? That's where I'm at with it. And I, I can't really gamble on a guy's injury. So like that's that's what it is for me. If he's healthy, if you he told me he's healthy. Yeah. One for Keenan Allen all day. It's just I don't know. I don't know. It, it's risky. It's it's that's that's exactly what I'm going to say. If if you're the type of guy that doesn't want to bank on, doesn't even want to think of injuries, just wants to look at the player himself. A healthy Keenan Allen, I'm absolutely doing this. The first two weeks of the playoffs, he's got some juicy matchups. Uh, so I think he's going to score a lot to get you to the championship. Obviously, a terrible matchup in the championship. Um, but but we'll see. If he's healthy, he's good. It's it's just up to you whether you want to roll the dice on it. But your risk but, tolerance. How high is your risk tolerance? But yeah, if he and and you really you're just giving up a pick. So this year you're giving up nothing for a better. Uh, you're mortgaging your future a little bit, but it, whether he plays or not, your chances are still the same. You know what I mean? It's not like you're giving up another piece that you need. So that's why I'm kind of leaning towards just going for Keenan Allen and putting pushing all my chips in uh, for this year. Yeah, I don't hate the logic, Wayne. I mean, you know. You're you're either going to get burned or you're not, right? I mean, it's just I mean, it, it's it's a flip of the coin on this one. I don't think there's a lot of logic you can use here. Uh, go with your gut, Coach Ram. Ten team dynasty super flex half point PPR. Keenan Allen, Khalil Herbert. Which side are you taking? Keenan Allen. 
I, I Keenan Allen, ten team, half point PPR. Um, yeah, Keenan Allen. That's, better, that's he's the better player. That's the key. He's on the field. Uh, Khalil Herbert should never be starting in any team in any ten team format. Yep, I totally agree. We don't know that David Montgomery's gone for this year. If he's if he stays, Khalil Herbert's value down. Um, that being said, give me the Chargers minus three and give me the under. Yeah, give me give me the Chargers and give me the under as well. But I think it's also worth saying that I think DeAndre Carter is flex worthy this week as like a second flex. I also think Tyler Algier, this might be his best matchup of the season. The the Chargers are terrible against the run. If you're gonna if there was ever a time to fire up Algier and you need him, this is the week. That's a good call. I like that. Uh, anything on the anything else on this one, Bags? Nope. All right, next game we got uh, Dolphins at Bears. Miami minus five. The over under is set at forty five and a half. This is a trappy line. The Dolphins should be favored by way more than five uh, against Chicago. I'm going to go Chicago. I'm going to go with the under. If you go Bears, you got to go under. I think. Um, in terms of sneaky plays, I like Aseki. I like him a lot. Yeah, I'm going to take Chicago, but I'm going to take the over. Um, Miami's defense hasn't been very good as of late. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Justin Fields is getting better and better. I think Justin Fields has another solid 20-plus point game this week. He could be possible streamer if you need him. Um, and that's, uh, I mean, that's it for the obvious ones, really. Do you play um, the running back? Do you play Raheem Mostert is what I was, wanted to ask you. I think this is a good week to play him. I think you play him. I think Jeff Wilson. Well. I think Jeff Wilson takes a game to get get up to speed. Yeah, Same. exactly. Um, I want the Dolphins minus five, uh, and I'll take the under. We got a lot of Dolphins questions and a lot of Bears questions. Actually, uh, Trust Masai says he's giving up Jerry Judy, Romeo Dobbs, Kyron Williams, and a twenty three second for Tyreek Hill. Jerry Judy, uh, Romeo Dobbs, Kyron, Kyron Williams in a, in a second. second. I do it. Seems like one of yeah. those trades you're just chucking a bunch of stuff at somebody for something good. That's fair. That's fair to say. I mean, Tyreek Hill's crushing it right now. So, yeah, Tyreek Hill, hopefully it's a move to put you over the top. Yeah, take a, go ahead and throw your scratch offs, man, uh, and go get Tyreek Hill. Uh, guide 98, Tua in a 23-1, the 1.08 actually, for Pitts, Dalvin Cook in a 23-4. Tua in the 1.08 for Pitts, Dalvin Cook in the in a fourth. I'm doing it, right? I'm doing it, but I'm, but I don't feel good about it. Ooh, it, it depends what you think about Dalvin Cook's longevity, I think. Yeah, I think Dalvin Cook is a stud this year still. I think he's going to be phenomenal for rest of season without a doubt. But he's yeah, got you're two right. more years left on his contract. Mm. That one would be hard for me to swallow. But if you need a running back and you're pushing this year, do it. Kyle Pitts is going to come out of the the pit. Boo. 
Uh, mm. Eventually. I mean, the dude's a freak athlete. Yeah. Are we all doing it? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, NCHSC Ferras. Sure, there's a hidden meaning there I'm missing. Sorry, bro. 12 team Superflex. Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Justin Fields. Man. Man. I'm going Trey Lance to put the pressure on Goni. I trust in Shanahan. That's that's the only thing swaying me right now, possibly, uh, is the Shanahan offense and Tua's ability to be able to play in it. But we, you just don't know. You don't know at all. I like what I'm seeing out of Justin Fields. I think I'd stick with Justin Fields. Okay. Last one, the bow stash. Khalil Herbert for Rashad Bateman. Ten-team super flex. Give me Khalil Herbert. I know, I know Bateman's the one there, but it's such a small passing offense, and I'm, I'm still banking on the fact that David Montgomery hopefully will not be there next year and Khalil Herbert slots into the RB1 role. Plus, yeah. he's shown, man, again, he's just had another good week where he could have been in the flex, Wayne. Give me, give me Bateman. He's 22. He's first-round draft capital. He's a talent. If Lamar's legs go, I think he, I think he could be all right. I'm going Khalil Herbert because just the the uh, possibility of having a RB1 with no timeshare I think is worth worth the gamble on right now and not so serviceable receiver. Okay. We're good. We're good. That's uh that's it for this game. All right. Uh next game we got Panthers Bengals. Uh in Cincinnati, Bengals minus seven over under set at forty two and a half. Give me the Panthers, man. They're balling right now. Give me the points. Uh Cincinnati's offensive line looks atrocious. Um give me Terrace Marshall in this game as a deep flex play. What do you think, Go? I mean, I don't hate it. He he made a couple good plays last week. It's a bold call. Bold call, but I mean or for we 70. need those. Yeah, that's what we need. We need those. You need you need some some guys that you can pull off the waivers and and get a, a valuable week. That's the difference between making the playoffs and not come the end of the year. Those couple clutch dubs. Um, I don't hate it. I'm I'm gonna take the Bengals though. I'm gonna take the Bengals and I'm gonna take the under. I know the Panthers are are killing it right now. Um, Bengals are gonna come out angry, man. They got destroyed in all facets by Cleveland um, on Monday night. Their run defense looks pretty good, though. I, I think they shut down Deonta Foreman pretty well. That was working for them. And, I mean, they're, I mean their secondary is not very good, but I, I'm just hoping and thinking that they're going to be able to shut down P.J. Walker. That's, that's just mine on there. That being said, I'm still playing D.J. Moore this week. You know, you, you have to. Their, their secondary especially is really banged up, man. I mean, they're on second stringers almost across the board. Chidobe Awuzie yeah. is out for the year. They're hurt. Do you play Hayden Hurst? Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. I like Hayden Hurst. Uh, give me the Panthers plus seven. Uh, I'll take the under as well. 
I'm learning my lesson. I'm starting to lean more towards the unders in these. If it's 50-50 in my mind, historically, I always go over. Not this year. Yeah, I think it's a good call. Uh, Revere G35 says, 10-team, half-point PPR, super flex, tight end premium. Chris Olave, a 23 mid-first and a 24 late-first for Jamar Chase. Chris, Chris Olave, a 23 mid one and a 24 late one no. for Jamar Chase. No, I can't do it. So you're you're keeping the Olave side? Yes. It's Yeah, that's, that's hard to do right now, man. <laughs> that's hard to do right now. Boys. I think Olave is going to be a beast. Olave's been killing it. I got him on waivers in my redraft, and he is absolutely carrying as my wide receiver too right now. It sounds like the guy that has Chase is in trouble, and he's trying to off this IR piece that he actually he can't even go on IR because they haven't IR'd him yet. He's just clogging up a roster spot for you. So it sounds like he's in trouble, and he wants a good wide receiver back and try like he's trying to sell him more than you're trying to buy him. Um, I think it's fair going. Like this is fair value for Jamar Chase in my mind. No, I think it is. I think it is. It's just as an owner and everything, man. I don't know if I'd want to pay that personally. No, it's it's not a bad trade at all. I'm just I, I'm sticking with Olave, my mid first and and my late first in 2024. And if he's on the fringe, if he's got a if he's got a mid first next year, that means he's middle of the pack. He's a fringe playoff team right now, and removing Olave from your team for Jamar Chase could put you out of the playoffs. You're not going to make up the ground when Jamar gets back. I tell you what I, I would like to do, though. Downgrade it to a 23 second, and I'm going to go get Jamar Chase. I'd sell it. I'd do it right then and there. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think Jamar Chase does it, though. Maybe not, but I'm going to try to capitalize on him being hurt. Yeah. All right, that's it for uh, that's it for this one. All right, next game we got uh, Packers Lions in Detroit. Uh, Green Bay minus three and a half over under at forty nine and a half. Give me Rogers. He dominates the Lions. Um, I like Romeo Dobbs. Um, for the Lions, I mean Brock Ryder. Are you firing up? Firing him up, Goni? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Yeah. You love I, every. Sorry, go ahead. No, my bad. Uh, you, you love every piece that you have for the Packers, though, in this one. The Lions have among amongst the worst defense ever. And, yeah, I'm going to take Green Bay. This is a get-right game for them for sure. Taking the over. I expect these teams to score. Um, yeah, that's basically where I'm at with it. Yep, same. I think I'd take uh, Green Bay minus three and a half and give me the over as well. Yep. Uh, it's it's hard to really take all the Packers, but the Lions' defense is so bad. It's you so have bad. to. You have to. You have to. They'll be in my DFS lineup. Would, what about A.J. Dillon? If you need him in a deep flex, do you fire him up this week? That's the question. No. Absolutely no. not. He's on waivers and a redraft. Yeah, no, leave, I was going to say, leave that man where he lies. Scab. Nothing on this one? No, nope, nothing on this one. All right, uh, next game, we got Colts-Patriots. 
Patriots in Foxborough. The Patriots minus five and a half over under set at 40. God, this is going to be the hardest game to watch. But give me the Pats. I'm rolling with Ramondre. I like Tyquan Thornton, and I like Paris Campbell. As as Thornton is a really deep flex play. Paris Campbell, yeah. maybe not so deep, Goni. Uh, no, I'm not playing Paris Campbell <laughs> this week. I'm not playing any Colts at all. Zero. That's I fair. mean. Jonathan Taylor, I guess you have to fire him up, but I'm even skeptical to do that if I'm a Taylor owner. he I don't think he practiced on Wednesday. Um, so Deion Jackson could get a turn in the rotation again. We'll see. Uh, taking the Patriots here. I'm taking the under absolutely as well. I just don't think Sam Ellinger moves the ball down the field. Yeah. I, I don't think he moves the chains. So, I mean, Sorry. You don't no. you don't think that Michael Pittman will still be serviceable? Maybe. I mean, you're gonna play him either way, I'm sure. Let's see what let, let, let's see what Pittman did last week. I, I don't seven seven for fifty three, not bad. I uh, Belichick has a way, man, of taking these guys out of the game. He's all they got in the past. He's game. all they got. They game plan for your he's done it for years. They take away your number one option. No matter what. So, yeah, yeah I, I I, mean, I don't like Pittman this week at all. Wayne, would you like to put a doink on it in one way or another? Uh, no, because I, I, I kind of agree with you. And the points you'll give me are line? probably going to be egregious. What if I set the line at 10? Sleeper has him right 10.8, I think. Don't triple check that. Oh, for Pittman? Yeah. Sure. See what we got here. Well, he looks that up, man. Uh, you know, Devonta Parker's out, which is a shocker to absolutely no human on this planet. I like I like the deep threat, man, for New England this game. Whoever that whoever that is, twelve point thirty two. Go or Wayne, you taking that? Nah. Okay. Okay. Got uh got a, quite a few questions actually around these teams. Um, first one, Spurg Lord Supremo. Dak and Jacoby Myers for Deshaun Watson and Ramondre Stevenson. I don't have a scoring format. Dak and Jacoby Myers for Deshaun Watson, Watson and Stevenson. I do it. I, I take the Deshaun Watson, Ramondre Stevenson side. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, that was He's a, ate that up was... the suspension for you. Thank you. Right. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty easy one for me. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, different donut fifty three seventeen twenty three one a twenty four one and Wandale Robinson for Jonathan Taylor. Is he overpaying for JT or is that about right? I think he's overpaying. Jonathan Taylor's value ain't there anymore, bro. What? Where is it at if it's not there? Two ones and Wandale. One and probably a little more serviceable player than Wandale Robinson. Well, I agree with that. So, what would you what would you put it at? Would you put it at a one and like a Michael Pittman? I was going to say like a Jacoby Myers. Ooh, lower like than a, Pittman. like a Terry McLaurin. I'd have a hard time doing that, honestly. DJ Moore. He, he just nah, nah. 
that's too much for me as well. Here, here's the breakdown for me on it, okay? And also why I downgrade Deion Jackson a little bit as well. Um, they had Matt Ryan throwing the ball. Matt Ryan, old, extra old, check down king, just like all the old guys eventually become one day. Um, you don't have him anymore. You have, you have Sam Ellinger. You have your offensive line, which is still good, but hasn't been playing great. The offense can't move the chains. Um, he's hurt. Jonathan Taylor's been hurt recently. You don't know if that's going to be a continuing thing. There's just so many, so many factors going into it. He hasn't returned value on your investment when you drafted him. If you're in a redraft, if you're in a dynasty, then he's just been a letdown this year after being a massive surprise last year. Um, and yeah, it's just, he, he doesn't warrant two number one picks. It's the stocks are down on him, man. Yeah, it's a classic case probably of the JT owner not not willing to go any lower than than his perceived value as opposed to his market value. Yeah, it's a hold for all all Jonathan Taylor. You're not going to get what you want for Jonathan Taylor. That's just the facts. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, that's it. That's it for this one, Wayne. All right. Uh, next game we got Bills Jets. Um, at Jets. Buffalo minus 12 and a half over under a set of 47. Ooh, what was Bills the under. Bills under all day. What was, the what was the spread? 12 and a half. Give me the Jets. Give hmm. me the Jets, Coney. J-E-T-S. Give me the under. Can I let you in on some info real quick? Uh, I thought he was going that way. I wanted to get there first. Sorry. No, 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 no. If you want to, if you want a doink, it's all you. Uh, you beat me to it. Can I interest you in a doink, real quick, Beggs? Uh, I'm not going to doink on the Jets. That's bad business. Trey you White. Just Trey White is Trey White supposed to be back this week? Trey White is going to be back after the torn ACL from last year. He's finally back. It, going. It's a it's a divisional game. Uh, I think the Jets ugly this game up. But I'm not going to put a doink on it. But I do like Garrett Wilson in this game. Man, no doink on the 12 and a half point spread. No, that's what I was going to. Oh man, fair enough. No. Yeah, I'm taking the Bills as well. Everything in my bones wants to take the over, so I'm taking the under. Um, yeah, Trey White. I'm I'm looking forward to see. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what. He's about if he returns to elite status or if he's if his ACL just bothers him into retirement into well into the safety position then into retirement. Yep. Uh, over over or under twenty points from Stephon Diggs PPR format. Under. Over. Ooh, ooh. Do we have a doink here between 20. the two of you? Twenty yeah, over under twenty. I'm on tilt. I'm on. I'm on doink tilt right now. Actually, uh, no, nah, no doink. Don't do it. I, no, I don't know why no. I'm set, setting up doinks for you guys. No, no, no. I'm I'm on doink tilt. I've got to collect some easy wins, don't I? <laughs> do you, man? I mean, you just need to collect wins. It doesn't matter how easy they are. Uh, you know what? Listen, Wayne. The Bills every year have to have that one game, right? That just that hideous game. They drop six points. It's not going to be this week because I'm betting on it. Begley Luck says it's not, but I'll take Diggs under 20 fantasy points if you want to do the doink. 
I will. <laughs> man, oh man. Man. Uh, I, I, I have, for some reason this year, uh, Mad Mom, I've made all of my doinks on the backs of Jets and Raiders and Falcons teams, and I am paying for it. I'm betting against talent, and I'm losing. <laughs> <laughs> he hates talent. I hate One talent. thing about Beggs, he hates talent. I hate talent. Uh, Dat Stockles. Wayne, congrats on your easy doink, man. Just no, go ahead. GG's, man. It was about time you got your one. It's gross. Uh, it says he's got Brees Hall, and the Saquon owner is willing to give up Saquon to get Brees. And he's interested. If you're the Brees owner, what would it take from the Saquon guy to get Brees, including Saquon? Obviously. Uh, not much. Saquon's playing great, and he's still young. I mean, I, I, he he doesn't have a lot of mileage on him. I mean, it's not like he's been playing all these past couple of years. So he's – he what is he, 25? Saquon? Yeah. Yep. With the, in a, in a, with the mileage of uh, a two-year guy? Almost, yeah. Um. Not much, man. Like, let's talk about it. In a dynasty, who's worth more, Brees or Saquon Barkley? Probably Brees. Yeah, but I mean, no, no, yeah, I see what you're saying, but not by much, man. Like, I'm thinking yeah. it's close. Like, I'm thinking like a second. Who Saquon in a second for Brees? Yeah. Would you do that trade if you're the Brees owner? Depends where you're at. Depends if you want to compete now. If I'm, if I mean, you know whether you're competing or not this year. If you're trying to make a playoff push, if you're, if you're a top, if you're a top half team, basically, if you're on your way to the playoffs right now, or you know you're on the fringe, yeah, I would, I would do it. Here, here's how I would look at it. If I was the Brees owner, I would look at the rest of my roster, determine when I probably need to start a rebuild. And if it's going to be in the next three years, then you might as well just go with Saquon because then you're just wasting the last year or two that Brees has of um, good output. You know what I mean? Like if you know you're going to have to rebuild in two, three years, just go ahead and take Saquon now who's playing good now and only has two, three years left in him anyways. Go ahead and do some good old-fashioned roster analysis, my friend. I'm with Wayne. Find your, find your break point in your roster. React accordingly. Good call. That's it for that one. All right. Uh, next up, we got Vikings Commanders. Uh, where is this one at? It doesn't matter. Give me the Vikings. It's it's okay. Uh, you're taking the away team there. Uh, Vikings minus three and a half over under at forty three and a half. Vikings. Give me the over. It's the easiest easiest bet of the of the week for me. Um. I like Adam Thielen this week, gentlemen. I like him a lot. I don't even mind uh, K.J. Osborne, man, in a, in a, if, if you're hurting on bye weeks. Yeah, I don't hate it. You fire up Hawkinson this week, right? Yeah. First week with the team? You have to against Washington. Their secondary is a leaky bucket. Yeah, I, especially with Irv Smith on IR. I think they're going to plug him right in. Logan Thomas? 
Negative. I'm out on Logan Thomas, man. You fire up Antonio Gibson in a flex after he scored touchdowns the past couple weeks. Dude, I have to start him in one of our leagues, and I feel sick about it. Yeah, you probably do it though, man. I mean, I wouldn't say the Vikings scare you defensively, right, Wayne? I mean, I'm doing it. He's he's in there. I mean, it's it's done. I just yeah. I, I'm sometimes not, you have no other options. Yeah, just, if you look just, at my roster in Dirty Dozen League, you will be well aware of the fact that I have zero other options. Yeah, Antonio Gibson or Raheem Mostert. Gibson, pass catching Mostert. PPR Mostert this week. week. Give me give me Mostert this week. Mm. Yeah, uh, Vikings, easy. What are you uh, looking at, Bags? Are you trying to put a doink on it, my guy? I, hey, I thought about it, big boy. Man. Don't you press me like that. I you trying to put it. a doink on it, my boy? Hey, he's pressing me. He's pressing me. I'll do it. Doink it up. What? What are we doing? Moster versus Gibson. Mark it in the ledger. Oh, man. Bags, stop digging your hole. <laughs> stop digging the hole, man. I'm trying to win this Hey, Goni. I'm on doing tilt. Let me be, all right? I well, just let me get some, son. This is what I was talking about <laughs> just last week. Is Listen, oh, Goni. You want to be best friends? Yup. You want to get all your doinks on my forehead? Yup. Goni, you got to quit being so timid, man. Do you see me? Do you, when he says something like that, I, I attack, boy. I dig my claws in. You sit back. You want to analyze it and all this stuff? No. I know what I heard, and I know what I want, and I, and I pounce on him, son. I don't even know what the terms are of the bet. I was I was doing something else while you guys were talking. It's just Mostert versus Gibson. Okay. Gross. Mostert Gibson, lock it in. All right. I actually I feel a lot better about that one than I do uh, my uh, my my Stephon Diggs. You're one. gonna win both of them, man. GGS. I'm not quit. Stop. Uh, all right. I got I got two trades on this one. Thin fan, 12-team PPR, 1QB. Nick Chubb in a 23-second for George Pickens. Antonio Gibson in a 23-1. Nick Chubb in a 23-second for Pickens, Gibson in a 23-1. Give me the second side. You want Nick Chubb? No, you Chubb. Didn't oh. you start with Chubb? Yeah, yeah. You said second, and I thought Chubb has a second round pick with him. Yeah. So oh, my bad. No, 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 no. Give me, give me Pickens. Give me Gibson. Give me the one. Um, uh, I'm with Goni because I'm not sure. I think at the very, I think at the most, Chubb has one more year. Yeah, I want to board all. I want to board the Pickens train while there's while there's still time and, and first rounder. That being said, this is one of those few times. That the Chubb guy can can get fair value off of him in a dynasty, because I feel like if he goes into next year, he's going to be holding the bag too long and he won't be able to get hardly anything out of him. Antonio Gibson does nothing for me. It, it doesn't it doesn't bring my blood to the skin in any way, shape, or form. But like you said, I think George Pickens is going to be great. Twenty twenty three one, you can start. Looking for your replacement for Chubb, but yeah, I think if you wait another year, you're going to be caught holding the bag on Nick Chubb. Yep, I totally agree. Crossfire two thirteen twelve team super flex tight end premium. Brian Robinson in a twenty three mid first for Kenneth Walker. That's a spicy meatball right there, gentlemen. 
Brian Robinson to mid first for Kenneth Walker. It's an overpay. Is it though? It is. Yeah, kind of, dude. Kind of. That's too much. That's too much for me to to want to do. If it's a if it's a late first, are you doing it? Um, nah, probably not, dude. Having to throw in a first round pick with a starting running back as well. They're both rookies. They're both rookies. The, Just because Kenneth Walker started off a little hotter, man. That's he. Here's how I'm looking at it. Kenneth Walker did not beat out Rashad Penny. Brian Robinson did beat out Antonio Gibson. So when I look at it from like talent to talent, Brian Robinson is probably the better running back. His issue is he's got two other backs with him. Um, I think they get phased out. J.D. McKissick only signed a one-year. I think he's. I don't think they worry about him. They're not going to worry about Antonio Gibson. Maybe they'll re-sign J.D. McKissick, but I don't think Gibson's back. Uh, so I think that backfield thins out for Brian Robinson and just apples to apples based on what they did uh, in the preseason and training camp yep. and all that. Brian Robinson obviously showed Man. his team more than Kenneth Walker showed I, his team. You know, team. Wayne, I got to say, I got I to gotta give my tip of the cap, dude. You really give solid advice on stuff like this. Yeah, Gone. What, what do you think about the apples? Honestly, I think that uh, – is this Gibson's last year confirmed? I'll check his contract right now. I'll check his contract. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, he's looking at that. I I think that if it's not Gibson's last year, Gibson could be the new J.D. McKissick in Washington. I think Brian Robinson could be the guy, and Gibson will just be the third down passing back. Mm. Um, I think he'll be the new J.D. McKissick if he's he's there to stay. I think he's got a better pedigree than that, man. Like, Don't you feel like Gibson's going to go somewhere – Somebody's going to slightly overpay for him for two years, and he'll be decent at best. In a you trade? Are you saying like someone no, trade he's a free for him? Agent. When he's a free agent. Ah, uh, maybe. I mean, let's like, let's. I'm like, still like, waiting to hear the verdict. He's still looking it up. Um, maybe though. Yeah, he's a very serviceable running back. I I thought he was great coming out of college. He was great his first two years. He started. Man scored 10 touchdowns in his rookie year and lit it up, and they just decided they didn't want to give him the ball anymore. And then Ron Rivera came to town and was like, I hate your guts. No. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and no one else. But you. Next year is his last year under contract. Okay, okay so. He's an unrestricted in 2024. He's J.D. McKissick this, next year. Let me give this scenario. Seriously. Singletary's not, not going to be re-signed probably in Buffalo. There's a scenario where he has enough pedigree, gets traded to Buffalo, right, for for some picks because Washington can get something for Gibson. That Do you like that's me? that's my thing. I kind of agree with Begley. I think they're going to keep JD McKissick as their JD McKissick because he's cheaper. They can get value for Gibson. Clearly, they're not a big fan of him in Washington, but they'll get but, value for trading him. But I'm saying, if you like. Why wouldn't Buffalo in that scenario just draft a running back with their like fourth round pick though? They they might, but Gibson's at least proven it in some capacity at the NFL level. You know. Yeah, I mean, if I can give up something later than a fourth round pick for him, it, Buffalo doesn't make moves like that, bro. They're not going to go out. I mean, they're, they brought in Shady, Buffalo. but that's huh? Like, but Buffalo's a hypothetical. Like, take Pittsburgh, right, as a handcuff to Najee out there. You know, if, if you can get him for a sixth and seventh round pick, right? 
uh, I mean, some I think some team be willing to give up some late draft pick for Antonio Gibson, not as a starter, but as maybe a support guy. Yeah, possibly. It's just I think he's going to be there next year. You want to put a doink on it, either of you? That Gibson's there in Washington next year. Yes, for the twenty twenty three season. Well, that's he's under contract to be there, so that's a terrible doink, Gunner. Okay, well, I mean, Wayne told me to. I got to be more aggressive, so I'm just going to start throwing out everything. Is, anyways, is a is a doink I, that takes a year and a half to play out aggressive? Son, you have a doink on Calvin Ridley versus Will Fuller for rest of career. I don't want to hear it. Goni, I will doink you that Antonio Gibson for his second contract will not his second contract will not be with Washington. No, I don't want to do that cuz oh. I agree. I'm just saying JD McKissick is gone next year regardless. Antonio Gibson remains. Therefore, Antonio Gibson equals JD oh. McKissick. No, <laughs> McKissick signed a two-year deal at the beginning of this year. Oh, I thought Wayne said this was his last year. I thought he said he signed a one-year. No, okay. a deal at misunderstanding. The misunderstanding. I take it all back. You're right. You're a genius. You're the smartest wait, man. Wait, wait, wait. What's JD McKissick's contract? He signed a two-year deal at the beginning of this year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Goni. That that was my bad. I saw. I thought he signed a one-year. I gave Goni false information. I thought okay. he. I thought he was only there for this year. That's that's on me. And uh, that's it. That's it for the Redskins or Commanders. Excuse me. Trade questions canceled. Man, wow. just like Dan Snyder. Wow. Hey, he's selling the team. You guys see that? Because he's getting made to sell the team. That man is the most toxic in the land. <laughs> hey, right. for those of you who subscribe to the NFL's rig theory, as soon as a new owner comes in, watch the commanders blow up, gentlemen. Just you want to put a doink on it? It's good business. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll tell you what. I will put a doink that when the new owner comes in, they'll be in the playoffs in the first, say, two seasons. First year, die. First two. First year. Johnny. All right, See, our is- last one o'clock game. I'm waving yeah. this off. I'm waving this off. Our last one o'clock game, we got the Raiders at Jaguars. Raiders minus one and a half. Over under is at... 48. Where's this at? Vegas or in Jacksonville? Jacksonville. And, and the Raiders are favorites? Yes. Ugh. Why? Ask Vegas, man. And I'm not the Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Ask the Vegas Aliens. It's a trap game. Give me the Raiders. Give me the over. It's a trap game, Gunny. They want you to have the same reaction you just had. I'm sure they do. Give me the Raiders because it seems like the wrong thing to do here. Um, give me the over. I'm playing Mac Hollins. You've been dying <laughs> to play him, dude. Just play him already. Jeez. I don't have You got all, but uh, I, I think in a you know if you're hurt by the bye weeks, I think Mac Hollins isn't a terrible deep flex play. That's fair. That's fair. These teams are both the the Raiders are two and five. Jacksonville's two and six. Their defenses are not so good. And uh Beggs, by the way, you're down forty points right now in the Buffalo versus Raiders total points of the year bet. And you still have a bye week to come. Best of luck to you, sir. Um 
Give me Jacksonville. Give me the over. Just a battle of scoring in this one. I love I love Evan Ingram this week. Evan Ingram has been heating up. This man is catching fire. I, I love him this week for sure. He's everything the Giants ever hoped he would be. I hate it. I hate it yeah. that I'm starting Evan Ingram this week. We were yep. on Evan Ingram last week. Uh, uh, somebody in particular on this podcast called him having a big week, and sure enough, he did. Do we like Ingram or Waller? Rest of season. Ingram because he doesn't get hurt. He just disappears, at least when he was on the Giants. Ingram, Ingram because it's easier to bring a ball in without track marks. Oh, no. Too far, too far. Man, too soon, man. Too far. Can- too soon. Canceled, bro. No, if, you, if, you can, if you're a drug addict, <laughs> you should be able to take jokes about it at, in sobriety. Man. Darren Waller, tip of the cap on your sobriety, my guy. Tip of the cap, tip of the cap, tip of the cap. Of the that cap. being said, he's 100% right. Uh, Evan Ingram is the correct play. Yes. All right, we got a few questions uh, centered around the Jaguars. Jaguars. Just, just one last thing. Darren Waller has been such a disappointment since he had that breakout season two years ago, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. I, I tell you what. Just really quick, I I've there was uh, I watched one interview with Darren Waller that like I I, I don't know why because it's so petty, but it just made me like respect him a bunch and like him a lot. Like I really wanted him to be successful just based on what he said. And again, it's super petty. It's not like he said anything deep or anything like that. Um, it was one of those uh, uh, the Madden ratings adjuster went around. Um, to all the players um, with the Raiders and was like, you know, would would go to all the players and be like, this is what you're rating. What do you think it should be? And, uh, you know, all these guys, uh, Joe Schmo on the practice squad is like, I'm a 98, baby. What do you mean? Nobody can go. I'm unguardable. I'm a 98. What do you mean? I'm a 72. Uh, and then he got to Darren Waller and he was like, your, your rating is a 72. How do, how do you feel about that? And he said, I mean – it's a, it is what it is. He said, I, I agree with it. I haven't been able to play. I haven't been able to show what I can do. And he said, I think 72 is fair. He said, come at me, ask me again at the end of the season, and I'll give you another honest answer, and hopefully I can tell you 90. So I was like, dang, that's a dude that can just be be real with his Madden rating. Therefore, I like the guy. I wish him nothing but success. That's Tip fair. Tip with the cap to that guy. Dig proof, 1708, 12-team PPR. One quarterback. A little confusing. He's giving up Damian Pierce in a 23 late first for Travis Etienne and Justin Fields. Are you guys drinking the Fields Kool-Aid? Probably not, no. Uh, no. You, you better not take it. None of you Damian Pierce boys. Y'all been on – I tip it a cap to both of you laddies for being on Damian Pierce before this season even started. I know Bez, James I Robinson is gone. Room for me on the bandwagon. I know I know James Robinson is is gone, but Damian Pierce, where his comp at though? Man, facts. I, I've it been seeing good. boys. I've been seeing a lot in the fantasy community. For some reason, there's a lot of guys that think that Damian Pierce is going to be done after this year, just because of the draft capital and everything going into it. They everyone keeps saying he's the short term play, and other guys are the long term. So I could see where this guy might be wanting to 
off him and get like an ETN, but I, I, they need so much help everywhere. And Damian Pierce has been very good, very, very good. good all season. I just don't see why he would be replaced going into next year or any time in the future. I mean, Arian Foster didn't have high draft capital. They stuck with him for a long while, and it was pretty good until he tore his Achilles. Yeah, I, you know, ETN has more value in Dynasty than Pierce for oh, yeah. draft capital reason, right? I mean, yeah. for, for sure. That's a team that could go see signing Antonio Gibson on a two-year deal, right? I mean, teams just don't run one one running back anymore, man. They just don't. You know, he's your prototypical first and second down and goal line back. So what yeah, but this, this is just a matter of – Get out if you want to get out on him, but don't panic until you get there, really. And, yeah. and and my thing, too, is when you're getting that first rounder next year, I I would much rather have be able to pick my quarterback in my situation next year. Um, if you're mid, like you're getting like a, like a C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Tanner McKee, Will Levis, and you can, you can find what situation, whichever quarterback goes to the best situation instead of Justin Fields, in Chicago, I think you can just get better there. Yeah, don't don't let these recent games blind you with recency bias. Fields sucks. It's a real thing. Recency good. bias is a real thing. He's not good, bro. Uh, Bermuda dope high angle. Juju or Christian Kirk rest of season. Ooh, this is a good one. I like this one. That is a good one. Go ahead, Wayne. Uh, give me, give me. Christian Kirk, and it's close. I just think there's a lot of competition in uh, in Kansas City. They just went out and got Kadarius Tony. Uh, yeah, just give me give me Christian Kirk solely because there's a little bit less competition over there. Give me give me Juju the better offense, and he's fine in the end zone. Give me Christian Kirk as well. Less competition, but I deferred to Wayne to start because I always like to know uh, what they're going to be facing for the rest of the year. And Christian Kirk has a great schedule going forward, and Juju does not. So, yeah, I, that's what I'm going to go. I look at it too, like when we're looking at a receiver, the Jags are going to need to throw the ball more than the Patriot or more than the Chiefs need to throw the ball. That being yeah. said, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They have Pat Mahomes. They throw the ball in pretty much every situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going on this question, right? Just theoretically, are the Chiefs pretty much matchup proof in terms of their offense? Honestly, matchup proof as a team, or like, I mean, they dropped 40, pieces. They dropped forty-four on the Niners, three scores on the Bills. They dropped forty-one on the Bucks. I mean. Do good defenses really phase the Chiefs the same way they do other teams? No, but you have to. That's that's a weird question that you're asking only on the basis of that. The only guys on that team that are matchup proof is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Everyone else, sure, they might not be matchup proof, but it might be a Juju game. It might be an MVS game. Um, it might CEH might have a game himself where he catches a bunch of passes out of the backfield. You just don't ever know. I think no they're just established himself. I think they're just annoying to game plan for. I think that's what you're saying, Begley. Yeah, it's just if that's Kadarius what you're saying. Tony. Yeah, I think they're the most annoying team to game plan for. And Kadarius yeah, like, Tony just got in there, so you don't know what his role in the offense might be. Yeah, if he plays, he'd be a dude. If it's, he plays, yeah, it's a big if. If he plays, um. Okay, 
Perfect Jaws. 12 teams standard. He's rebuilding. Gross. 23 second, a 25 second, and Jarvis Landry for Calvin Ridley. We taking a flyer? I'm absolutely doing this, by the way. I like Jacksonville. I like to land a spot for Calvin Ridley here. 23-2, a 25-2, and Jarvis Landry. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's it's a bunch of future pieces that are second rounders and a guy who can't ever stay healthy for a guy who just likes to gamble, man. That's all. Um, and it's I standard. Did. I identify with that. Take take a vote, man. Take a vote and switch this thing to a half point or a full point PPR. Good, sir. Yep. Yeah, Wayne? I'm probably I'm probably taking Calvin Ridley too. Not not huge on second rounds. Yeah. Uh, last one. Yeah. Seat one. This is the last question. Wide receiver. Uh, I think he's either looking to pay a late one in a second for either Debo or Devontae Adams. Which one are y'all taking? Give me the youth. Give me, Man. Give me the youth. Give me the youth. Give me the youth. Um, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be hard for me to come off that as well. Uh, Debo hasn't been like phenomenal this year. He is still, I mean, he's the wide receiver 23 as of right now. He missed a game last week. Um, hopefully he plays, it's a hammy. So hopefully it's not a recurring thing, but he's got a pretty favorable schedule going forward. And I think the addition of Christian McCaffrey only helps him just another weapon, another cog in that offense for Shanahan to work with and just helps everyone out. Debo. Debo. All right, Wangerman. All right. Uh, I didn't mention it at the beginning, um, but just for informational purposes, the Browns, Cowboys, Broncos, Giants, Steelers, and 49ers are on a bye this week. Oh, I have two Amari Cooper questions. I'm going to throw them in there. I've also oh, got it's not them. over. It's not over. No, it's not. Uh, I've also got a Hopkins question. I was waiting on Wayne to say that. Jada Kiss won. Super flex. He's a league mm. contender. Elijah Mitchell in two twenty-three seconds for Amari Cooper and Geno Smith. Are we shipping it? Elijah Mitchell in what? Two twenty-three seconds for Amari Cooper and Geno Smith. Send it. Send it. Love the name Jada Kiss, by the way. Wayne, are you shipping it? Yeah. Beast Town, ten team, one PPR, super flex. He's a contender. A twenty-three-one for Amari Cooper. He's a contender. Oh, man. Yeah, I think he just gets better with Deshaun Watson. They're all in move, man. Go get your chip. Ship it. Uh, KMK, 54-14. Derrick Henry, I'm assuming, and DeAndre Hopkins for two ones. PPR League, one quarterback. Go get your ring or, or a little brazen. Now, if you're if you're competing, go go for the championship, my boy. Yeah, I agree. There's uh, otherwise, I mean, if those are your only two pieces, just go ahead and trade them, my boy. Sell them, yeah, absolutely. It, it all depends on where you're sitting in the standings right now, my man. You do go. the Goni method, man. If you're if you feel like you're a top three team right now, hold firm and go for your championship this year. Go get your ring. Last one, steady mobbing. Twelve teams, super flex, one PPR. 
A 23-1 for Najee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. It. Ship it out. And that's it, boys. All right. Mad Mob. A new episode formats for MVP. Damn.